Good afternoon and welcome to Indy's Real Estate Gurus. I'm Rick Ripma, your hard-working mortgage guy with Advisors Mortgage Group. And I'm Ian Arnold, also with Advisors Mortgage Group. And we really do appreciate you joining us today. You know, Ian, we had talked about it this off-air, but we wanted, I think, I think people would really enjoy understanding the market that we're in today. I like to go over this type of thing at least every four weeks. I think that's when we talk about it. And I pulled some information from my board. That's the Metropolitan Indianapolis Board of Realtors. And this is a snapshot of the market. I think, you know, it's, it's very interesting. Number one is the median sales price for, for March of 2022 is 265000 Now, that's up 5.2% month over month. So from February to March. And, I, I mean, that, that seems like a pretty... Yeah, decent increase. Yeah, it is quite a bit, especially in one month. I mean, think about that over. If you start thinking over years, I mean, like you, if you have a house worth roughly two sixty, two fifty, add that five point five each month. I mean, that adds up pretty darn fast. Yeah, just over ten months, that's a fifty percent increase in yeah. price. Now, obviously, we're not going to increase fifty <laughs> percent, right? I that hope isn't going to happen. Well, it would be nice, but actually, that's unsustainable. <laughs> that that can't that can't happen. It put everybody out of the market. <laughs> Incomes wouldn't keep up. That'd be a problem. So it, that would be a that'd be un, un unsustainable. So we don't expect that. In fact, the, what I'm seeing is we're looking at increases. Um, Anywhere, people are estimating anywhere from about 10% to 19%. We had 19% last year. That's what it's looking like. You know, to go along with that, we had an increase in closed sales also. We closed 2,780 sales in March of 2022 in the metro area. And that is a month-over-month increase of 21.1%. That's that's probably just hitting our spring market. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, because now you got people starting to look, people starting to get out there. Winter's gone. So hopefully. <laughs> uh, but now that winter's gone, people are more apt to, all right, now if we're going to move, we're going to move. So you're going to see those numbers tick up. And then you're going to see a bigger spike during the summer because you're going to have those families with kids and they don't want to move during the school year. So you're going to see that uptick over that time frame. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I've all. I think that's why we have a good spring market because the market increases in the spring. People want to close. I know in new home sales it was this way. You know, people wanted to buy and have the the build time so they their kids would would be in the house before school started so they could meet the neighbors. You know, get prepared if they're going to a different school, just get more comfortable with it. I, I think that's a, obviously a big deal. Now, along with that, we have the the year over year sales. Uh, they were at 7,276 year-to-date sales. I'm sorry, year-to-date sales. Uh, 7,276 year-to-date residential listings. Now, this is interesting to me. We have the, the listings were, um, what, about 14,000 less or 1,400 less, 1,300 less yeah. than the actual, um, than the sales or more than the sales. And currently we have 1,506 listings, which still indicates to me that we still have a list you know we have a lack of inventory yeah i mean that's that's just the biggest thing i mean houses are selling so quick there's so many people want to buy a house and they there's not many out there i mean and they're just uh going getting bought up really fast i mean i just had a friend just list a house in three four days he already had his offers and now it's already pending 
I go, that's how fast it's moving. That's that's crazy. It, and on that days on the market, that's all part of it. The other thing, my board, again, Metropolitan Indianapolis Board of Realtors, their average days on markets, this is for the metro area, in March, 20 days. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's closing. That's going through everything. That's not just sitting that, no, that's the average days on market. Oh, that's putting the house on the market, but it's it's including specs and builder builder stuff, which takes a lot oh, longer because yeah, a lot true. of them are really old. Yep. So the average days on market being twenty days is, I mean, that is a remarkable number. Normally, you see that about sixty, sixty five, seventy days. So this is a remarkable number month over month. That that dropped thirteen percent. That's a, that that means it, it low it, less days on market now than it was in in february so if you want to sell your house this is a great time if you want to sell your house this is a great time if you want to buy a house <laughs> you know the, i was talking to a real estate agent just a couple days ago and she was saying that um the market is slowing down a little bit so even though these numbers are looking really good they are starting to see a little bit of slowdown and especially in the list uh, you know sale over list price those type of things uh and how much people are spending so you know how over what they're making offers over over list it's it's slowing down so i think that's a product of i think in march which we're, we'll see probably at the, or in april we'll see those numbers in in may uh late may is when when those numbers come out or you know mid-may we'll uh i think we'll start to see more listings so there's there's just a little, few more houses on the market and then with the rate increases we've seen a little less you know people aren't in there you know not, not as many people in the market it's still extremely hot i don't want anybody to think it's not hot it's it's hot but it's it's probably going to be a little different not quite as hot as it was you know again you know we talk about you know in, in march the month in the month's inventory it was 0.6 for march incredibly low i'm mean, mm -hmm. just incredibly low uh, mortgage rates of course have gone up since then um, mortgage rates today you know you just it just depends it's the best thing to do because there's so many variables in mortgage rates credit scores you know loan to values um, you know whether somebody wants to pay points uh, you know just what type of product there's just so many variables the best thing to do for that is to get with us you know go to hardworkingmortgageguys.com that's hardworkingmortgageguys.com you can contact us from there and either ENRI will get back with you the price range you know just looking at this um, I'm gonna have to have you read this because I, I my eyes can't read it I can't <laughs> <laughs> you just earlier you said you're getting old well yeah I think I already am old but go ahead well, it just talks about the price range uh, between the active and the sold. And the mo mass majority uh, between where people are buying and selling is anywhere between the 100000 uh all the way up to about the 400000 Once you get above 400000 the numbers drop quite a bit. But, unfortunately, I mean, that's just where people can afford. I mean, let's be honest. Not all of us can afford uh, a $26 million house. I think, what is it? Uh, uh What's the race car driver just listed his house? Tony, uh, Tony Stewart. Tony yes. Stewart. Okay. Uh, did like the log cabin and everything. Not everybody can afford that $26 million or wherever he had it at. <laughs> a lot more people can afford $150,000, $200,000, $300,000. I think it was higher than that. That was a, that was a 
you know, expensive place. <laughs> but, yeah, it just shows exactly where people are trying to buy. And it just makes, based off income, where uh, Indiana is. And we're not California, so. Right, yeah. We still have we still have some high-end houses. Yes. But our high... Our houses have gone up, and and the I'll tell you though I've done this a long time, and the increases we're seeing, the market that we see right now, is the market I have seen and you know heard of in the past in other areas like California, where you know these really really hot 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 markets. Uh, I was looking, I guess, uh, a couple of days ago again. I was I was reading something. I meant to I meant to bring it. And I forgot, but it was the areas that we're seeing these huge increases. Uh, the highest increase in values. I think Utah had some areas they were increasing at just ridiculous amounts. Yeah. Well, you got Arizona. Yeah, you got to realize though is, uh, for instance, my friend just sold his house. His wife, uh, her job just moved her to North Carolina. So I talked to him, and he's like, "I was like, oh, so you going to find a new one?" Or he goes, "No, I've been working from home. I'm going to continue working from home." So guess what? You don't have to live in the same area nowadays. I mean, so if you move from, let's say, California, you can move to Utah, have much more land, have a, uh, and probably lower taxes, and you you're making the same amount. Why would you? Why why would you not do that? Yeah. Well, you know, you're right, and that's what we're seeing in our market. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things you know, we've we've the cash the the amount of people buying paying cash for properties right now. I think last number I saw, it had been at like 22, 23%. It jumped to 32% or something like that on, on people paying cash. And we're getting a lot of people here in Indiana. They're coming in from, from those other areas that are really expensive. They sold their homes yep. and they've sold them for a lot of money. They come in here and they can't believe the houses they can buy for the price. And so they'll spend more. To, they have to have a house. They got to move and they want to move in right away. And so they, boom, there, there they are. And they're over, they're bidding higher, they're paying cash and it's helping all, I mean, it's, it's hard for the other people trying to buy, but it's really helping all our values. Cause it, once a house closes, whether it closes with cash or whether it closes with a, a financing, it becomes a comp. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there are all the houses are looking at them. Yes. And everybody's looking at them and everybody is, wants to talk about it, you know, wants to, it, it helps us all. It just increases our values for all of us. I think that's one of the reasons we're seeing such such a great increase in value. Now, we also you wanted to talk about um, uh, the the, um, the the spring market a little bit more. What's what we're looking at? What's coming up? So, can you kind of go over that a little bit? I know you had an article on that. We were going to want to yeah. discuss. I mean, it's just especially I know a lot of people have been in their houses for a while. And if you're thinking about moving into this, uh, moving this spring, there's certain things you got to look for. And for instance, just like we were just talking, I mean, if you're looking at a house that just went on the market and you are looking at offering them a low value, you might want to reconsider that. Uh, I mean, uh, it's this type of market is not the time to nitpick stuff. I will tell you that right now. Uh, what you want to do is just if you you one you want to talk to your realtor and find out how this house is based off the market. But the next thing is is they might be like, hey, you might want to offer a little bit more. I mean, maybe not ask asking price, maybe a thousand dollars more or whatnot. And each area is going to be different. Uh, but. I mean, that is the awesome thing is we do have those great realtors that will sit down and they will go through everything with you. So if you don't have one, definitely just let us know and we'll hook you up with one. 
Right. I, I agree. The best thing to do is go to hardworkingmortgageguys.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguys.com. All the information's there. You can call, you can email, you can text, uh, and, and we'll get back to you as quick as we can. But if you're looking, this is a market when you agree that you, as much as it may seem you don't need an agent, you buying a house, you absolutely yes. 100% need an agent. Yeah, by far. I mean, because you just don't know what to expect, especially, like I say, if you have it. If you bought your last house in 2003, it's a total different market. I mean, uh, again, undercutting value is not, it doesn't work that way right now. I mean, uh, most people are getting always, uh, you're getting higher offers than what you're actually putting in or you're listening right, for. The list price is, is, is so. used to be the list price was the starting price and everybody bid below the list price, Correct. right? Yep. Today, the list price is the starting price. That's That stayed the same. But it's how much over list are you going to go? Correct. I had, you had talked about North Carolina. I, my uh, niece was in town. She's a real estate agent in North Carolina. And she was telling me, now they have a little, they have something a little different than here. You have your earnest money that you put up, which is refundable if you don't go through. But there's another, There's you have to put additional money up there to take the home off the market. Oh, wow. And it's non-refundable, even if the inspection doesn't come in and all of that. And she said, some people are putting up a hundred thousand dollars and that's that's how they're getting it. Now it goes against, it goes against, you know, your, it goes to your down payment, Mm -hmm. but you don't get it. If you back out of the, the, the sale, the buying of the house, you don't get the money back. And what a crazy thing. I'm glad we don't have it here. She said, it's just killing first time home buyers. Oh, definitely. I mean, not especially first time over. There's no way they have that much money put down. Right. They they're they're getting. You know, if you think about, it, you take a uh, a first time home buyer. Even a lot of people who somebody sold their home, they may have all the money, but they would have had to sell their house first to be able to give that Correct. money sometimes. But a first time home buyer is probably a lot of them. Not all of them. A lot of them are going on three percent down or three and a half percent down products, where they're they're buying. You know, you buy a two hundred thousand dollar house on a three percent down. You're putting six thousand dollars down. But you got to put to get the house. You got to put twenty thousand dollars up. Mm-hmm. That's non-refundable. And what happens if you have an inspection, and the inspection comes back because you it's non-refundable even on inspection. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know if I would ever do that. I, well, you know what do you do? Yeah. What's happened is there's I think there's a lot of people today buying houses that said they would never do what they're doing today. Because nobody ever expected the market to be like it is. The reality is if you need a house and you, you, you need to move in quickly or you need, you need to find something, you have to do what the market's doing. And this is what the market is. Yeah. Now, people like you and I, we already have houses. So, yes, we could get a lot for our houses now, but we choose not to do anything because we don't want to go through the hassle and trying to find a house because it's so hard correct and and which is good because you know that that means that we're not in competition with other people trying to trying to buy the houses but the market you know it's one of those things i think we should we we little bit talked about the spring market we'll go back to that but i really do think we need to talk about the uh you know as we look at this you know, appreciation and, and all the talk that we hear from the media. So after the break, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about the spring market, but we're going to talk a little bit about what we're looking at, you know, what the expectations are down the road. And are we going to hit a housing bubble? What's going on? We'll see you after the break. Welcome back. And thank you for joining us again. This is real Indy's real estate gurus with 
I'm Rick Ritma, your hardworking mortgage guy. And I'm Ian Arnold, also with Advisors Mortgage Group. And today we're talking, we've been talking about, you know, what's gone on in the market in the past, basically month over month. Looked at the MyBoard numbers, which is the Metropolitan Indianapolis Board of Realtors. Talked a little bit about the spring market coming up. But I also wanted to talk, because there's so much out there in the media about the appreciate well really about the a housing bubble there's a lot of people talking about a housing bubble and they think there's a housing bubble coming but if you look at what's actually in the market if you go back to 2008 in 2008 there were almost 4 million homes on the market first off also remember there were 16 million less people in the US in 2008 than there are are today we had 4 million homes on almost 4 million homes on the market back in 2008. Today, we have, if you count the builder specs, you have, we have 950,000. If you don't count the builder specs, we have about three, just under 300,000. That's it. That's all the, the homes that are listed. So that piece in and of itself is saying that that's, that's not happening. Days on market back then, I know you weren't in the business back then, but days on market, we were at we were at, um, you know, some of them were, were taking a year to sell. Some of them longer than that. Most of them were the 90 to 120 days. The days on market today is 20 days, yeah. including building specs. Okay. It's a, it's a completely different market. We have, we have uh, very, you know, the, the appreciation. Back then, one of the things that really hurt the market is – you had a house that you owed, let's say, $300,000 on. And because of the market back then and how everything had gone, the house was worth $280,000. So you owe $300,000, house is worth two eighty, and you get transferred or you decide you, you need to move. So you're moving out of, the, out of the area. You can sell your house for two eighty. After cost, you're probably going to net well, you're going to net less than that, right? Yeah. So you may be 30, 30. Go ahead. Just do it for Evo. Say you net all exact. So you're still 20 grand that you're going to owe. Right. So, or you can get with the bank who has the mortgage and either give it back to them, or you can do what's called a short sale. A short sale is they agree to take less for the payoff. So they agree to eat, eat that money. Either way, on your credit, you show a bankruptcy or you show a foreclosure, mm-hmm. right? A short sale and a yep. foreclosure are the same thing. So those things, that's what would happen. It was just, that was the only way to get out of the house. You couldn't sell it. You, if you didn't have the $20,000 to pay when you closed or the thirty grand that you needed, you couldn't close on the house. So you had no, that those were the choices. Today, the equity in our houses... How many trillions of dollars is there in equity? Do you remember? Uh, now it's off my head, but I mean, just but just put it in the small swing. I mean, if you had a two hundred thousand dollars house last year, you gained thirty uh, thirty eight thousand dollars in equity in the state of Indiana last year on average. That's crazy. So you're going to talk about equity, just a small frame. There you go, right there. Nineteen percent is what Indiana uh, increased last year. It's it's absolutely unbelievable, and it is part of the biggest reason there is no way at this point in time i'm not saying that our that that they can't that the feds can't make enough changes to ruin everything okay i'm not saying that government doesn't ruin anything yeah. <laughs> but right now we're not in in that mode along with that now interest rates have gone up but interest rates are tied to the federal fund rate 
and the federal fund rate is is what when you hear the feds raise the raised interest rates that's what they raised now they raised it a quarter at their last meeting first raise they'd had in over three years the expectation for may is is raising it again and half a percent yep. 0.5 and then and then there's another meeting in two th- in uh, June, and they're expecting to raise it. Uh, the expectations are another half a percent. Mm-hmm. And then there's another meeting in September, maybe August or September. It's right in that that time frame. And they 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 that one is is still up in the air. It's either a quarter or a half a percent expectation. So the feds are are raising the federal fund rate by raising the federal fund rate. The biggest negative to interest to mortgage rates, long-term rates, not these short-term rates that the feds are raising, but the long-term rates, the biggest negative is inflation. And by raising the federal fund rate, what happens? I mean, our rates are going to go up. No. What happens is the the, uh, inflation is going to come under control. Okay? I probably didn't state it right. I apologize. Inflation is going to, to... by raising the federal fund rate, if you look back in the early 70s, middle, early 80s, uh, early 90s, 1999 to 2000, again in, in 2008, when all these recessions that we hit, again in like 2016, all these recessions that we hit were due to inflation. And when the feds, if you, if you look at it, they always say the, the inflation is transitory, just like they did. That's the first thing they always say. The second, then after they realize it's not, then they start raising, then they, then they go, okay, it's not, and they start raising the federal fund rate. If you look at when they raised the federal fund rate, back in the late 70s, early 80s, they raised the federal fund rate to like 17%, and then three or four years later, it went to 20%. But it got, in, it got inflation under control. The interest rates, the federal fund rate went up. Now, the actual mortgage rates weren't that high because they're longer-term rates. So when they when the Fed start rate and and after that they don't raise them that high they they learned that it was too they did they did too much so they were that was new and they were learning just like everybody and they realized they were wrong they they did it too much we uh, so anyway so what's happened is is as we look at that that's going to get inflation under control when you get inflation under control our interest rates should come down but that's not going to happen until we get inflation under control it just came out that inflation was up 0.9 a year over year. So our inflation rate just went up again. Now, it's it's going to it's for the next couple months and you're hearing a lot of people say it's going to come under it's going to get better. Next couple months we're looking at it and 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 last year the inflation rate was like 0.5 then it drops to 0.3 and then it goes to 0.4 so that's June, July and August. Then September it's back up to 0.9. So we'll probably see inflation continue to increase until then, along with, and then when, until, until September, probably October is when we'll start to see it, where it starts to come down, because, because they're matching it to a much higher inflation rate a year ago, plus they're going to raise the federal fund rate. When they do all that, that should bring interest rates down. So that's the expectation. Um, it's hard to say what they're going to come down to or how, I mean, rates could still go up I some. Mean, you just never know what, what the future holds. I right. mean, if there's another war, if there's another, I mean, anything could change anything. I yes. mean, that's, it's nature. 
working with the future. You just never know. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You, we do not know, but we can look at what's happened in the past, right? And try to make an educated guess. That's right. And, and you know, you and I wa- listen to the same person, the same people that, that, that talk about the market all the time. So we've been pretty well educated on the market all in all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, and, and these guys seem to be, I followed them for a long time. They, they, they're right. They really do know the market. And they called for they called for a recession, which we are going to be going into a recession probably late this year, early next year. Yeah, roughly. So, and they've been calling for it long before. Well, why the Feds were saying inflation was was uh, transitory. transitory, they were they were calling for it. So, um, it's it's just one of those things that I think we're going to see that happen, and it's going to be. It, it, so I think through the summer the spring market into the summer market what do you think the i mean rates are probably going to stay about the same maybe go up a little bit i mean what what are your expectations for that market i mean it's still in the re, it's still going to be busy i mean and here's the whole reason is uh when we were talking about the my board there was also a couple other little things and in february uh, they actually listed or they listed that the listings they put 2400 new listings well, guess in March, so you give it a few, uh, one month to see if those things close. They closed 2,700. So it's going to, it's going to keep staying busy. I mean, you just closed 300 extra houses than what was listed, and it's not going to slow down. Yeah, I uh, agree with you. You know, we're running out of time. I'm sorry to interrupt. We're running out of time, but um, we do appreciate you joining us. Uh, th- this is Indy's Real Estate Gurus, and I'm Rick Ripma, the hardworking mortgage guy. And this is Ian Arnold uh, with Advisors Mortgage Group. Yeah, and we we truly appreciate you joining us. And you know, if you have any comments you'd like to talk to us, please go to hardworkingmortgageguy.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguy.com. From there, you can you can email us, you can text us, you can call us, you can get that information, and either Ian or I will get back with you. We will get you the information that you're looking for, answer any questions. If you know of anybody looking for a mortgage or you just want to talk about it, see how it looks, or you just want us to watch rates for you, we would love to do that. Again, thank you so much. You have a great weekend.